1: The long
0: national nightmare has come to a close. Yes, John Morant has fallen victim to Adam Silver's decisive hammer of justice. The guillotine, if you will. He is now Ned Stark of the NBA. You are not going to believe the amount of games John Morant has been suspended for. Just to remind anyone, if anyone needs to be reminded, which I'm sure you don't, Ja Morant has now been involved in three separate alleged incidents, allegedly involving guns, including, as everyone already knows, the one incident where he filmed himself at the strip club with the gun in his hand. I'm tired of talking about this, but here we are. Adam Silver has weighed all the evidence and looked at league precedent. And came up with an absolute nuke. Eight games. Including the six he's already missed. So it's two games punishment now for Ja Morant. Wow, how could you be so bold, Adam? Uh, Last I checked, Ja checked into a rehab center in Florida. Uh, He was planning on working on his addiction issues. Some reports were that we wouldn't see Ja for the rest of the year. Miraculously, because John Morant is like a Marvel character, he was cured of all addiction issues and found new coping methods and adopted new coping methods in six days. Congratulations. That is a miracle. Then, uh, yesterday, John Morant gave an exclusive interview to Jalen Rose, who I think I said gave the only reasonable take on the matter. Here is a clip asking John Morant... What was up with the gun in the strip club?
1: You at the spot, Shotgun Willie's. I've been there. You were holding a gun. And we both know how dangerous that can be. Whose gun were you holding? Well, the gun wasn't mine. Um, It's not who I am. I don't condone any type of violence.
0: Joe was just filming a rap video. That's all it was. He was just being an NBA young boy. Here's a clip of John Moran answering what it's like to have your inner circle questioned.
1: What's it been like for you to see people criticize your inner circle? What have you learned about how you should move with your team going forward? I feel like in the past we didn't we didn't know what was at stake. And now, you know, finally me having that time um, to, you know, realize everything, have that time alone, I realize that now. I realize, you know, what I have to lose. You know, I can't wait to be back out there on the floor now, you know,
0: knowing what my punishment is and, you know, I accept that and, you know, I feel like I deserve, you know, that punishment for, you know, my mistakes and, you know, what I did. The whole four-minute interview did feel like a masterpiece of public relations, a lot of apologies, a lot of my faults, a lot of I take full responsibilities, a lot of I need to change, uh, and the promise of the Reformation. He had done some anxiety breathing in order to get himself right when he finds himself overwhelmed by life. So basically, John Morant went to Quebec, like me. He went to the, uh, the monastery to learn some breathing techniques. He did some yoga. He ate breakfast in silence. And in six days, he was a changed man, just like I was a changed woman in my six days in Quebec when I felt grounded and peaceful and was meditating for about three weeks. And now I'm not meditating, I am not peaceful, and I am in need of Quebec again. That's, That's human nature for you. Adam Silver called Jaws' behavior irresponsible, reckless, potentially very dangerous. Not enough to, like, do anything of note to send a message. That playing with guns in a live stream in front of hundreds of thousands of people may not be great in a country where we've already had hundreds of mass shootings and it's only March. uh, Yeah, like eight games doesn't really feel like he finds it to be that dangerous. Jaws going to be back March 20th against Luka and Kyrie potentially. Dallas Mavericks, national televised game. Do you think Adam Silver really cares? Do you think Adam Silver is concerned about John Morant's health and wellness, or do you think he's concerned about us seeing John Moran on the basketball court as soon as possible? Because I kind of feel like it's the last part. And I like John Moran a lot. He's one of my favorite players to watch on planet Earth. I've said that a bazillion times. I care deeply for this person's health and wellness. Accountability is a big part of that. I don't want to talk about this shit again. Thankfully for us... We probably never will, right? Because John Moran is fully healed. and We will never run into any more John Moran issues from now until the end of time. Good for Jaw. Good for Adam Silver that they have found a speedy solution to something that usually takes most people with these types of issues. Yeah, six, seven months. It's whatever. Business as usual. Just like Adam Silver likes it.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy
0: So I saw something fascinating last night. Scroll on the timeline. Ran across a CBS Sports article. And the title was, Nuggets Open Door for Kings to Make a Genuine Push for the Number One Seed in the Western Conference. That sentence is is not a sentence I am familiar with. Think about the Nuggets and the Kings battling for the number one seed 24 months ago, 36. I mean, the what in the actual fuck is going on with life? As a Kings, I don't even think I'm a stand. I don't know. I'm a supporter. I'm riding for them. We've been holding multiple tickets on their futures to win division, win the West. I would be ecstatic if they grabbed the number one seed. I would make a lot of money if they would win the number one seed. But if you look at the standings, the Kings and the Grizz are currently four and a half games behind the Nuggets with 15 games to go. Seems insurmountable, right? Yeah? No. Nuggets are, are reeling. They have lost four in a row despite being completely healthy. I mean, if you call it what Jamal Murray is, fully healthy, including losses to Chicago. who That's a struggle bus, and I think they lost by 20. Toronto lost to Brooklyn and lost to San Antonio, the worst team in the league. That was supposed to be the cupcake part of the schedule. Here's where it gets hard. Now they've got problems on the horizon. They face a 16-win Pistons team tonight, having lost to a 17-win Spurs team last week. And then after this Pistons game, they face a stretch of seven of eight games against playoff teams, including the Bucks, Sixers, Suns, Warriors, and Knicks. Rot row. That's not, oh boy, if you can't beat the Spurs, you're not going to face Giannis and come out on the other side victorious. So, say the Nuggets, for hypothetical sake, go three and five over those eight games. And say the Kings go six and two, for example. All of a sudden, there's only a game between them with two weeks left to go. Two whole weeks. So, I thought maybe we would do a little dissection, a little analysis on what's going on with Denver because nobody is talking about this, and I think that they should. This is supposedly going to be the best team in the West. This is the team everyone has had said circled their calendars. This is the team. They are dominant. Jokic, three-time MVP. Everybody else is just a step below, right? No. Everyone thought that they had a good trade deadline. I thought so myself. They added Reggie Jackson, they added Thomas Bryant to fill these holes in the lineup. But it turns out it didn't, they did not address what was ailing them in the first place. They lost Bones Highland and they bring back Reggie Jackson, which, let's be honest, was not an upgrade. That was a big-time downgrade. Reggie Jackson is not very good. Yeah, Bones Highland had some issues in the locker room, but don't, don't we all? Don't we all? They thought they were getting a backup center that could help Jokic uh, in non-Jokic m- minutes protect the rim and not get destroyed, they got neither one of those things that they thought they were getting. Let's look at these players a little closer. Reggie Jackson is a disaster. He's an absolute dumpster fire right now on the Nuggets. He might be the reason that the Nuggets have had this swing in the standings. This is horrible. He's a negative 59 in 20 minutes a game. He's only played 10 games. He's negative 59. They're 5-5 five and five in the games that he's played. That is a team that is in the play-in hunt. Keep in mind, the four top plus-minus players in the entire NBA this year are his teammates. Not shockingly, he got a DMP coach's decision the other night. Not shocking. He's horrible. I can't say enough about how bad he is. I don't know why they did that. I don't understand it. I really don't. According to Zach Lowe, Mike, Michael Malone, I like to call him Mike Michael. Michael Malone is doing this bullshit with this three small guard lineup. And it's Reggie, which he lost me there, M- Murray, and Bruce Brown. What are we doing? They are getting absolutely cooked with those three men on the floor. Obviously, obviously, Bruce Brown is the only guy who can defend out of those three. Jamal Murray is probably the only one that you can consistently rely on to score. The rest, who knows? Who knows? It's like one of those random tins of popcorn you get. It, who knows? Is it, is it going to be? Is it going to be caramel in there? Is it going to be shit? I don't know. That's basically what that three guard lineup is. The bigger issue is that the Nuggets have a Jamal Murray problem. So we know he's missed two years. That started the year slow. That's pretty normal, right? He got cooking midseason, and that was that. No, And he's, his old, explosive self. Then he banged up his knee again. In the last four games, all losses, as you might remember, uh, he shot 32% from the field and averaged 16-3-6, which is pretty Very, very much down from his 20-point average across the season. But what's worse is that he's pretty much Reggie Jackson, uh, plus, minus in those minutes and in those games. He's a negative 51 in those games. Golly, it is hard to watch, too. Jamal Murray and Reggie Jackson are hard to watch. Jokic, of course, is his usual terrific self. Thomas Bryant was supposed to relieve a little bit of the Jokic burden. It has not worked out at all. I have no idea why. I like Thomas Bryant. He's getting four and a half points per game on 12 minutes with a negative four plus minus per game. That's not what we were looking for, especially for a team that must go to the finals in order for everyone to think that they are a success. Uh, maybe getting Purtle would have helped you. I don't know. According to Malone... He says, I ain't going nowhere. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to find guys that are ready to fight with me because right now we're just in chill mode. We've got to find a way to get our swagger back. We've gotten away from who we are. I don't know, man. Maybe bringing in Reggie Jackson wasn't a good idea. Maybe playing them all at the same time is not a good idea. I think this team could be dangerous. They need to figure out what they're doing with the guard position. They also need to find... Another wing, most likely. I could see them catching the Warriors in the first round and getting sent home in five. Night-night, sleep mask, see you later. Uh, They need to ditch that three-small guard offense. They need more consistency from Jamal Murray. Thankfully, they've got Christian Brown, who's a rookie from Kansas, playing excellent. He's been incredible. Pretty much the only bright spot from this team in terms of players that are showing out towards the end of the season. Very high basketball IQ, very high motor, can rebound, can shoot, a player who's going to compete on both sides of the ball. I, I don't think that the Nuggets are going to give up the number one spot in the West, but the fact that we're even talking about it is concerning. It's a very fun, very wide open West this year. If they keep losing, oh boy, all bets are off.